Pastora Jodel, and welcome to COP Valentine's Weekend Special. Alright, so if you are a lady praying for a godly partner in life who is for real, anyone here? This is for, amen, this is for you. And if you are a parent who is praying since day one that your child will find a good and a godly one, this is for you. Songs of Solomon 2 verse 7, Promise me, O women of Jerusalem, by the gazelles and wild deer, not to awaken love until the time is right. Now we know that there is a time for everything. Amen. In another translation, it says, until it is ready. So women must be ready. We do not rush into a relationship earlier than the right time. So two thoughts today. How to be the godly woman who is ready and right, and the godly man is for real. So ladies, how do you become ready and right? How do we become a godly woman? Genesis chapter 2 verse 18. Then the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. So ladies, we know that God saw the need for a partner in life. And we should trust that he has a plan and his timing is always perfect. And everybody say, Amen. God is in the process of making you a helpmate suitable for someone. But before that time comes, ladies must be in partnership with God in the process of being just right for him. So how do we do that? First of all, we live a life of obedience to God, and to our parents. Isaiah 1 verse 19 says, If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. So ladies, what are the assignments that God has for you at this point of your life? Be willing and obedient. We see a great example in Philippians 4 verse 3. The Bible says, Yes, I ask you also, true companion, Help these women who have labored side by side with me in the gospel together with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers. So ladies, as we can see here, these are ladies laboring for the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ladies, be in the place where God wants you to be doing what God wants you to do. Amen? Amen. In obedience to your parents, we know this. Ephesians 6, verse 1 to 3. Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord. For this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and mother. And we can see a great example here in Genesis 24, 28. The young woman, who is Rebecca, ran home to tell her family everything that had happened. This is during the time that Abraham's servant is looking for a partner in life for his son, Isaac. So Rebecca openly came back to her parents and made the intentions of Isaac's servant known to them. No, I once heard a young man telling a young woman to fight for him to her parents, all right? Because the relationship is not agreeable to the parents. But ladies, hear me out. If you have to fight your way through your parents for a certain guy, he is not the one. Amen. Thank you. Trust and obey God and your parents' view about this decision. They only desire what's best for you. And all the parents say, 
Amen and amen. Secondly, ladies, live a life of hard work and service. Genesis 24, verse 15 to 16. Before he had finished praying, he saw a young woman named Rebecca coming out with her water jug on her shoulder. Now, so we can see here, Rebecca is a hardworking lady. She was found by Isaac's servant with the water jug on her shoulder. So she was not noticed because of the best angle in her Instagram account, nor her on flickilai, or the full makeup on, but she was noticed because she is a hard worker. Amen? Ruth chapter 2 verse 2, also Ruth, one day, Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi, let me go out into the harvest fields to pick up the stalks of grain left behind by anyone who is kind enough to let me do it. So, also here, Ruth was noticed by the owner of the field because she is a hardworking lady. Amen. Ladies, what attracts a good man is not the charm or the beauty of the outside, but it is what they see inside of you that radiates outwardly. Amen. 1 Timothy 2 verse 9 to 10. And I want women to be modest in their appearance. They should wear decent and appropriate clothing and not draw attention to themselves by the way they fix their hair or by wearing gold or pearls or expensive expensive clothes. Amen. For women who claim to be devoted to God should make themselves attractive by the good things they do. Say good things. And we know that these are good things. Ministry works, hard work, and service. Thirdly, ladies, live a life of worship. Genesis 24, verse 16, Rebecca was very beautiful and old enough to be married, but she was still a virgin. She went down to the spring, filled her jug, and came up again. So as we can see, Rebecca here is old enough to get married, but still, she is living a life of purity and a life of worship to the Lord. Psalm 89, verse 15, Happy are those who hear the joyful call to worship, for they will walk in the light of your presence, Lord. Psalm 34, verse 5, Those who look to Him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. And Luke 11, verse 36, If you are filled with light, with no darkness, then your whole life will be radiant, as though a flood light were filling you with light. Did you know, ladies, how to radiate from deep within? It is not consuming as much gluta or collagen drink that you can. Amen. Live a life of worship and get your face full of Jesus, and you will be radiant from the inside out. And all the ladies say, Amen. Now when the time is ready, a godly man is looking for a godly woman. And a godly man is a for real man. Matthew 1 verse 18 to 21. This is how Jesus, the Messiah, was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. Again, so a godly man is first are righteous. It means equitable, innocent, or holy. A righteous man like Joseph will treat a lady with respect. 
Their relationship, even during the engagement, is pure. Amen? So ladies, a godly boyfriend will treat you with respect. He will never ask you for anything sexual or abusive in the relationship. Amen? Secondly, he is e-ethical. So after finding out that Mary is pregnant, Joseph might be thinking, Mary, after all the respect and the pure life that we live together as boyfriend and girlfriend, how could you do this to me? But because he is a godly man, he doesn't want to disgrace her publicly, so he wanted a quiet breakup. So ladies, a good godly boyfriend will never disgrace you in public. Amen. He will always treat you with respect, never shame you in front of people, and will always protect your dignity. Amen. I hope the ladies are taking down notes. Amen. Number three, a person or a godly man is authentic. So Joseph thought about breaking up with Mary. He is just real. And he considered what to do. He is a thinking person. And we have learned from one of our pastor's sermon before, that God speaks to thinking people, right? So ladies, authentic men will show their reality. May, they may never have the best foot forward, always, but they will lay down who they really are. That's how we know that the relationship will work. So you complement each other's strength and weakness. In Genesis 2 verse 25, now the man and his wife were both naked and they felt no shame. They are real. So the relationship was able to work. And last but not the least, ladies, he is a leader. Matthew 1, verse 24 to 25, When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord com commanded and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. And Joseph named him Jesus. So Joseph led Mary in obedience to God. A godly man, ladies, will lead you into obedience to God and His will for your life. And if you're a godly woman, you can submit to a godly man. Right? So ladies, a godly man is for real. Righteous, ethical, authentic, and a leader. But you must prepare yourself to be a helpmate suitable. We live in obedience to God, a hard work and service, and a life of worship. Have your standards and maintain your standards in Jesus' name. I hope the ladies learned something. And we are calling Pastor Isaac to share with us how to get a good and a godly girlfriend. Good evening, COP. I am Pastor Isaac. I am the youth pastor here in Main Campus. And it's my privilege to share to you about how to get a godly girlfriend. Now, we see a lot of posts in social media nowadays. Get yourself a guy like this. Get yourself a girl like that. But those opinions, those are opinions and thoughts that are based on human experience. But let us look at the Word of God. How do we get a godly girlfriend? The main purpose of finding and having a girlfriend is to get to know the person and see if she really is the one that you want to spend the rest of your life with. But before we get to have a godly girlfriend, we must learn what we are looking for. Proverbs 18, verse 22. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. In the NLT, it says there, the man who finds a wife finds a treasure and he receives favor from the Lord. Let's learn first what we should not look for. Young men, you do not look for a woman. 
an unbeliever woman to be your girlfriend. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? Now, she might be very beautiful, but she does not have Jesus in her heart as her Lord and Savior. Why should not have her as a girlfriend? Second Samuel chapter 6, verse 16. Let us look at the example of uh, Michal. Second Samuel 6, verse 16. As the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michal, the daughter of Saul, looked out of the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. Another thing that you should not look for, young men, is a girl who does not want to worship God. Now, can you imagine, guys? You are leaping, you're dancing before the Lord, you are pouring out your heart to God, and she's right there beside you, despising you in her heart, because you're just pouring out, you're pouring out your heart to the Lord. You want to have a godly woman who wants to worship with you. And every young man say, Amen. Next, you don't want to get a girl who will bring you harm. In Judges chapter 16, verse 15 to 22, this passage talks about Samson and Delilah. And we all know the story. As a Nazarite, it is the command of God for Samson not to shave his head. And Delilah tried three times to hand over Samson to his enemies. And can you believe Samson allowed this to happen three times? Guys, you don't want to have a partner in life that will always bring you harm. And you don't want to have a woman who will pull you away from your love for God and your devotion to God. Job chapter 2 verse 9. Then his wife, the wife of Job, said to him, Do you still hold fast your integrity? Curse God and die. Young men, don't look for a woman who will talk you into mistreating or talk bad about God. Okay? Now, what, are you sh what should you be looking for? You should be looking for a woman who desires to do the will of God. Just like Mary. In Luke chapter 1, verse 38, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. You want to have a woman who is willing to do the will of God for her life. Next, you want to have a woman who is hardworking, just like in uh, Pastor Judel's uh, sermon earlier. Okay? Rebecca in Genesis chapter 24, verse 15 to 21. You see, Rebecca is a very hardworking woman. She is uh, having to pick up some water for her family, but she also watered the camels of Abraham's servant. She also gave a drink to Abraham's servant. Next, you want to look for a suitable helper. Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. COP, did you know that the Hebrew word for alone, let me spell it to you, B-A-D. The Hebrew word for alone is bad. So young men, it is not good for men to be alone. Being alone is bad. Okay? Next, you want to look for a woman who serves God. Judges chapter 4, verse 4. Now Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth. She's not only a prophetess, 
she is also a wife. Okay? She is serving God. Now, I praise God for a good and loving wife, and I met her in the ministry. We met in the choir. We are part of the Ek Youth Choir before. So, young men, look for ladies who are serving God. And every young man said, Amen. Okay? Now, the question is, how will you get a godly girlfriend? First, you need to find. Proverbs 18, verse 22. He who finds a wife finds a good thing. In the NLT, he who finds a wife finds a treasure. And he receives favor from the Lord. How many young men here you want to have favor from the Lord? You need to be looking for a wife. Single young men, you need to be looking for a wife. Remember that finding a godly wife is also finding a treasure. So young men, find the characteristics that we talked about. Look for a woman who has those things in church. What better place to look for a partner in life than in God's house? Amen? Look here in the Saturday 6 p.m. service. Okay, here in main campus. You did not find anyone here? Go to tomorrow's service, Sunday 7.30 service. Not there, 10 o'clock service, 12.30 service, 3 o'clock service, Friday service. Go to south, east, north, all of our campuses. Okay, go to our branches. Okay, missions, go groups. Okay, but find yourself a godly woman. Next is you need to pursue. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 1. Pursue love. Okay, yes, we need to pray. Yes, we need to ask God. But young men, faith without works is dead. James chapter 2, verse 17 to 18. You need to approach that young lady that you are looking after. You need to approach her. You need to talk to her. You need to ask her out. And every young man said, Humina, amen. <laughs> okay. Lastly, we need to work hard. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3 in the Philip's translation. For we never forget that your faith has meant solid achievement. Your love has meant hard work. Young men, you, the ladies need to see that you are a hard-working person. Jacob worked for 14 years okay, to have Rachel. And also, let me give you a, an illustration from my uh, life. No? When I was courting my wife, I'm actually trying to win the heart of her parents. But whenever I'm in their home, I'm helping out in the chores, I'm washing the dishes, Whenever they have their general cleaning, I am there. But young men, the, the ladies, and their parents need to also see that you are a hard-working person. So, how do we get a godly girlfriend? Know what you're looking for. Find, pursue, and work hard. Amen? Amen. So, right now, let us focus our attention to the screens as we have a very special video for you. Siyempre, he's Christian. Masaya kasama, yung chill lang. Very understanding. Caring. Masipag. Responsible and stable. Marunong magluto, tsaka 
siya na rin maghugas ng pinggan. <laughs> yung respectful sa parents kasi doon mo makikita yung character ng isang tao. My dream guy, someone like my dad, someone who knows the Lord, someone who has a good relationship with him. Someone who I can ano, have really good conversations with kahit na kaming dalawa na lang yung natitira. Sabi ko na I am ready kapag I am stable na po. Hindi ka na po umaasa sa magulang mo. Ready ka sa lahat ng aspects, financially, spiritually, physically, mentally. Meron kang intention for marriage. Si Lord mismo yung magsasabi sa akin, personally. I feel like yun po yung talagang makakapag-determine. We should not be unequally yoked to unbelievers. We should not awaken love until it so desires. There's a time for everything. 1 Corinthians 16.14 Do everything out of love. It should be sincere and not rushful. Matthew 19 verse 6 Since they are no longer two but one, let no one split apart what God has joined together. Ephesians 5:22-23 Wives, submit your husband as the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. So verse 25 Husband, love your wife as the Christ loved the church Amen. and gave him himself up for her. So Genesis 2:24 Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become a flesh. Kapag nag-asawa po, dapat hihiwalay na sila sa kanilang mga magulang para matutunan nila yung mga bagay kung paano po sila magkaroon ng sarili nilang pamumuhay. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. Always have God in the center of the family in order for the family to stay strong. Understand each other. Be patient with one another. Our secret to our to our very happy marriage. Hindi, masasabihin man natin ay secret eh. Ay, sasabihin, sasabihin natin ay secret. Ah, uh, si God. Kasi syempre, siya yung pinaka nagli-lead sa family. It should be happy spouse, happy house. Both the husband and wife should be happy right. and satisfied. Communication is very important in our relationship. We make sure na yung mga decisions sa pag-uusapan. Mag-aas kami palagi kay God, especially in decision-making. Love one another and... <laughs> Just among your friends, siguro develop friendship. It's very important that you know the person outside of yung pangliligaw. Then when you get to know the person, It can be developed into love. It might sound parang cliche, pero hindi. I mean, look at how deep they are in their relationship with God. Don't look for a girlfriend or boyfriend. Pray to God for your partner in life. Ladies, look for a man who loves God more than he loves you. Because if a man loves and fears the Lord, for sure yon. definitely the guy would love you and be faithful to you and take care of you for the rest of your lives. And we praise God for happy marriages in COP. So wives, it's our turn. Are you excited and ready to learn? Amen? So if there is one thing that we are very much aware of, it is the fact that we are not perfect, but we are God's work in progress. First Timothy 4.15 
practice these things, immerse yourself in them so that all may see your progress. So we praise God that people around us will be able to see the things that God is doing in our life and our progress in Christ. Philippians 1 verse 6, And I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue His work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. So as God is working in our lives, we can become a better wife, amen, and a more loving wife. But wives, did you know that we can excel in loving our husband? 2 Corinthians 8 verse 7 tells us, But as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all earnestness, and in our love for you, see that you excel in this act of grace also. Now, the context here may not be about husband and wife relationship, but as brothers and sisters in Christ, and in that relationship, the Bible tells us that we need to excel in loving one another. I think we will all agree that if we excel in loving the brethren, we must excel in loving our spouse too. Can I have an amen? So if we are to excel, what does that mean? Now the Greek word is the word perisiuo, and it means to superabound in quantity and quality, be in excess, have enough to spare, exceed, excel, remain over and beyond. So if we are going to apply this, ladies, or... Wives, you may be doing the work of a three person in your office. You are a super busy executive, multitasking every day. And then you go home, maybe you took public transport. And when you get home, what do you do when you see your husband? Do you vent on him? No. We choose to superabound in love. So when you see your husband, you give him a hug and tell him, I'm glad to see you home. How was your day? Amen? Or you may be a work-from-home mom who has back-to-back-to-back-to-back meetings in the office and at the same time, supervising the education of your kids. And yet, in the middle of your busy day, you take time to video call your husband to tell him that you love him and at the same time, remind him that his favorite meal is waiting for him when he gets home tonight. Amen? So wives, you may be a super busy executive or a worker or an overloaded entrepreneur or a very hands-on mom, but you are also the wife of your husband and as a wife, you choose to abound in love for him. Amen? So let's take this uh, further and let's learn how do we excel in loving our spouse. First, according to 1 Corinthians 16 verse 14, let all that you do be done in love. Do everything in love. And wives, did you know? When the Bible tells us do everything, it means everything, right? And our motivation for doing everything is love. So every day, when we prepare our husband's clothes and we make sure that he has his ba on so that he will not have to order online or to go out of the office to eat out. And we also remind him to take his vitamins so that he will always be strong and not get sick. Why do we do that? Do we do that because we don't have a choice? No. We lovingly do those things because we superabound, exceed, 
remain over and beyond in love with our husband. Secondly, keep on loving one another. 1 Peter 4 verse 8, Above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sin. Now wives, this is something that we need to exert effort to do continually. We need to do this as a matter of priority. And we also recognize that increasing in our love for each other is done by the Lord. Now let's look at 1 Thessalonians 3 verse 12. And we can find there, And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all, as we do for you. So we do not rely on our ability to do this, to superabound in love. Fact is, wives, we don't wake up every morning head over heels in love with our husband, right? And so we rely on our loving God to keep our hearts full of love to give to our husband. Thirdly, never separate from your husband. 1 Corinthians 7 verse 10, To the married, I give this charge, not I but the Lord. The wife should not separate from her husband. Now take note that this is a command from the Lord. And so to give us a better understanding of this, let's look at the word separate or leave in that verse. It means to place a room between, go away, put asunder, separate, dissociate oneself, to withdraw, to be aloof, to part. We better understand this from uh, Matthew 19 verse 6. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. Now understand that before we are separated physically, we separate emotionally. So how do we not separate from our husband? Very practically, I say, stay connected with each other. Always find time to, get, to be together even if you have different interests or line of work. Do things together. Never let gadgets, Korean novella, activities, or anyone come between you and your spouse. Never grow separately or in different directions. And with this, we can learn from Ruth in Ruth 1.14. And again, they wept together and Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye. But Ruth clung tightly to Naomi. The word clung there means to cleave, keep close, pursue closely, fasten a grip, join together. Wives, nobody can do this for us. We need to make this choice personally. And we do it permanently. And again, I say, we do not separate from our husband. Amen. Lastly, be willing to be trained to love your husband. Titus 2 verse 4. These older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children. You may not be very young anymore, but be trained anyway. So again, let's go to um, the Greek word to have a better understanding of the word train. It means to encourage, to restore to a right mind or senses, to study by exhortation and guidance, to hold one to his duty. Wives, apparently, if we do not love our husband, we are not in our right mind and we need to be restored to it. Not loving our husbands also makes us unstable too. So how are we going to apply this? Nowadays, where do young wives get the pattern or picture of a loving wife? 
in Korean novelas, in Netflix, or probably TikTok or Facebook, certainly not the ideal place, right? It does not give you the right mind about being a Christian wife. Girls or ladies, wives, we must get it from the Word. And we also need to hear and learn it from other Christian women. So in conclusion, when we do these four things, when we superabound in love, when we keep on loving our spouse, when we stay close to him and never separate, and when we continue to learn how to love our husbands, then we become that Proverbs 31 wife of whom the husband says, there are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. Did you learn something? At this point, let's welcome Pastor Marlon to address the husbands. Amen. And all the wives in, with the right mind say, Amen. Now, we've learned, young women and young men learned how to find a godly wife and a godly husband, a partner in life, boyfriend and girlfriend. We've learned great principles on becoming the most loving wife. Now, husbands, this one's for you. All the husband, look, raise your hand. All the husband, loving husband. Okay, this one's for you. Let's now learn what does the Bible say about how to be the most loving husband. Let's learn together how to apply the biblical principles on being the most loving husband for your wife. Now, we're going to look at three thoughts today. Actually, three praises, three important praises that we need to say or communicate to our wives. You need to understand that in marriage, verbal communication is very important. And all the husbands say, now some of the husbands, most husbands would say or could, would argue with me and say, Pastor, action speaks louder than word. Yes, we, we agree to that. But the Bible also says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth, speaks we need to verbalize things so we need to remember three praises three important praises the first the first phrase is we need to remember to say yes dear all the husbands say yes dear if you are with your wives look at them and say yes dear parang wala yung mga husbands ah say yes dear Ephesians 5 verse 21, it says, Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Now, this is the principle that pastor is always saying to married couple. Somebody must win sometimes. Husbands, as heads of households, you need to lead the family in this principle of mutual submission. Be the first one to always say, Yes, dear. All the husbands say, yes, dear. This shows strength, gentleness, and real leadership. Wives would know that she's always first if you are always saying this, if you are saying, yes, dear. I remember one, one, one husband in the driving service in the south this morning, and he said, this is his way of saying, yes, dear. Always say, add to cart. So that's that's the, one of the husbands saying in the, in the South. Now, when you do this, you're not just giving respect to her. But you know what? You're also showing reverence for Christ. Because that's what the Bible says. 
In Ephesians 5.21, you do it out of reverence for Christ. All the husbands say, yes, dear. The next phrase, remember to say, I'm sorry. All the husbands say, I'm sorry. Look at your wives and say, I'm sorry. 1 Peter, 5, 1 Peter 3 verse 7, likewise husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. Now, there will be disagreement in marriage. And all the couples say, there are. Because you have different likes and dislikes. Because, and because of this, you may hurt each other. Or you may say something against each other that, 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 you don't, that sometimes you would just regret. But you know what? It's, it, it's, it's, you, it, you need to be humble enough to say sorry. To come back to him and say sorry. But you may say, Pastor, I was right. And she's wrong. But you know what? 99% of the arguments in marriage is not about right and wrong. You argue because you, you feel like you're both right. But you know what? As the husband, you need to learn, reconcil lead the family in reconciliation. And everybody said, show. And all the husbands say, show honor and respect to her as the weaker vessel. And besides, remember that you are one flesh. Right? You are one flesh. You, cannot, you, you, you don't want to hurt your own flesh. You want to, you want to make sure to treat her. You want to make sure that you're treating her with importance. Remember, she is your better half. Right? So you must really learn to admit that she's always right. And all the husbands say, and more importantly, this is a key to an answered prayer. First Peter 3, verse 7, it says, So that your prayers may not be hindered. How many husbands want to have an answered prayer? Treat your wife with respect. Honor your wives. And learn to say, I'm sorry. And lastly, remember to say, I love you. Look at, the, look at your wife and say, I love you. No, look at them. Don't look at me. Look at them. Look at your wives. And say, I love you. Ephesians 5.25 says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And this is sacrificial love. Ephesians 5.28, In the same way husbands you should love their wives as their own bodies, he who loves his wife loves himself. She needs to hear this praise from you very often. Not just during Valentine's Day, not just during your wedding anniversary, not just on your Facebook post. Remember the day, remember the day when, you, when, when you were courting her? When you, were, when you want to say almost every day of your life, you want to say, I love you. Remember those days whenever, when there's no text message and no messenger yet, but you're always doing Televavad, calling, calling her and saying, I love you. You need to do that more often, even when you are married. And all the husbands say, Amen. She, remember that she is your wife, the love of your, of your life. 
Remember that she is the same person that you married and said, I do, years ago. Amen? Don't call her. Now, this is a common mistake of some, some husbands. Don't call her your ex-girlfriend. She is and will always be your girlfriend for life. Courtship never ends in marriage. And all the husbands say, so you need to keep courting her. Song of Solomon 1 verse 15 to 17. Behold, you are beautiful, my love. Behold, you are beautiful. Your eyes are doves. Behold, you are beautiful, my beloved. Truly delightful, our couch is green. And this it was, is what you need to keep doing to your, to your wives. Keep, keep communicating your love to her. And all the husbands say, and all the husbands say, Amen. So all the husbands, can you stand up please? And look at your wives and say, Yes, dear. I'm sorry. I love you. Yeah. Can, we, can I ask everybody to stand, please? And of course, we want to celebrate. We're celebrating love. And we want to celebrate the most important love of all. And that's the love of Christ. Can you get your communion emblems, please? We want to remember the finished work of Christ, His love for all of us. And if you can open the cup, take the bread. And this is, just, this is for the husband and wife. If, you, if I can request that you face each other, and I want you to serve each other with the communion. Just for the husband and wife, okay? Because you are in both households, all right? We need to keep the bubble. If you are boyfriend and girlfriend, you just, you don't, you're not allowed to do it yet. Alright? Ulitin natin, this bread, this bread represents the body of my Savior that was broken for me. I remember this. I remember that He did it for His love for me. And I know that because of this, I am healed. In Jesus, name. In Jesus' name. Let's partake of the bread together. Husband and wife, you can serve each other. You can open the cup. This cup represents the blood of my Savior that was shed for me. And this cup Reminds me, Reminds me that I am purchased by His blood. I am cleansed by His blood. I am forgiven. And I remember this now. In Jesus' name. Let's partake of the cup together.
Amen. Amen and amen. Remember, husbands, you have an assignment from pastor. You need to bring your wives to a fine dining dinner date or lunch date this Valentine's. Amen?